Do you have an event coming up and you think, man, an F-cubed presentation would be perfect for this event? Companies, conferences, organizations, groups, whatever you guys got, man, fitness, finance, faith, maybe some blend of all the above, maybe motivation, maybe inspiration, whatever it is, if you think that I could bring some value to your group, to your people through F-cubed, man, I would love to be a part of that conversation. Reach out to me anytime, jschultzf3, social media across the board. You can email me, jschultzf3 at gmail, and I will be so humbled to even be considered for your group and your people. F-Cubed Podcast, we are back for another one, and today... Man, today I want to encourage you guys to take inventory of what you're good at. Take inventory of your strengths. You know, I think that, you know, we all spend maybe too much time focusing on our weaknesses. We all spend maybe too much time kind of thinking, oh man, I'm not very good at this. I'm not very good at that. Like, I'll just never get better at whatever. And I really think we need to kind of flip that around. And take inventory of our strengths. Now, I actually think, you know, kind of like the singles and doubles thing I talked about on Monday, you know, this is something that could be applied to your entire life, but I want to specifically apply it to fitness. I want to specifically apply it to training and nutrition because, you know, there are some universal things within those two categories that you want to get good at that you want to focus on in order to reach your goals. But inside of those kind of universal axioms, there are many different pathways that you could take to get wherever you're trying to go. And so here's a good example of kind of what I'm talking about and kind of give you guys a couple of maybe practical applications of taking inventory of what you're good at and applying that to your training or your nutrition. So example number one, with training, me, I do not like to switch up my routine too often. I do not like to change things up too frequently. I like to get a program set, get my split, you know, structured in the way that I want it structured. And then I like to make progress within that same framework. I like to stick with that and run it for months and months and months on end. Like I'll switch things up when I feel like I need to. I'll switch things up if I feel like I've gotten all there is to get out of a certain exercise or, you know, maybe an injury pops up or whatever the case may be, or I'm just getting bored of that exercise or what have you. I'll switch it up then. But my, my own recipe for success when it comes to training, when it comes to achieving, you know, the progressive overload that we know is one of the universal principles of improving your performance. In order to do that for me, I like to stay within the same program. Like my leg day will look the same for months and months and months. My chest day will look the same for months and months and months. I mean, I don't really have a chest day anymore. I've kind of graduated from the bro splits, you know, but like my chest and arms day will look the same for months and months and months. I... When I switch things up, 
when I find myself on a new routine, for whatever the case may be, maybe I had to because I'm traveling, or maybe it is just the beginning of a new routine or whatever, I find myself needing to recalibrate for a while to get used to and comfortable with these new exercises. You know, I call them calibration weeks, and sometimes they turn into calibration months where I'm just like, you know, to kind of find, you know, where to put the seat on a given apparatus or how many warm-up sets you need or what weight you should be using. I mean, for me, I'm really slow with that stuff, man. It takes me a while to figure all that stuff out to where I'm in a really nice rhythm. I'm in a really nice groove. Now, you might be totally different from that. You might enjoy mixing things up. You might enjoy doing a different workout, you know, every workout or every couple of weeks or whatever. You may find that it keeps things fresh. It keeps things lively. You look forward to your sessions. You know, you can still progressively overload, you know, in that framework. I think it's a little bit more challenging, but that's just my personal opinion. That's just my personal bias and what I personally like. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be applicable across the board to everyone. And so my strength is keeping keeping things the same. Your strength might be mixing it up. Or here's another example. You know, you might prefer lighter weights, more moderate weights for moderate amounts of reps. Or you might prefer heavyweight for low reps. You know, as long as your volume is equated, you know, if, if your goal is just to maximize hypertrophy, it's not going to really matter that much. Definitely not in the short term. It might start to matter a little bit in the longer term. Because if you stay, you know, if you focus too heavily on, you know, lighter weights and moderate moderate weights for moderate reps, you lose out on the strength component, which could ultimately lead to you're using more weight in even the lighter, you know, weight ranges or the more moderate weight ranges or whatever. But that's getting really ticky-tack, man. I mean, that's, you know, if you're really trying to optimize your training, then yeah, that might be something you want to consider. Like you're a bodybuilder or a powerlifter or you take this stuff like really, really seriously. But if you're honestly just a regular person that just loves physical fitness and you just want to get better, you want to get leaner, stronger, faster, it probably doesn't matter that much. And so if you like lighter weights and more moderate weights, then I would gravitate to a split that focuses on that. If you like heavier weights, then I would gravitate to a split that focuses on that. So there's, you know, kind of the knowing your strengths within the training arena. What about nutritionally? Well, here's another example. So if you guys have followed me at all, you know that I love flexible dieting. I love the idea that you can pretty much eat whatever you want and hit your goals. Now, that isn't as glamorous as it might sound, you know, when you first hear it because, you know, you've got to hit certain protein numbers. You've got to hit certain fiber numbers. And so you're not going to be just pounding down, you know, funnel cakes you're going to need to like mix in some broccoli and some blueberries to hit hit your fiber numbers. But still, you know, I mean if you want to mix in a candy bar, if you want to mix in some pizza or whatever, whatever your thing is, you can mix that in, you know, with a flexible dieting approach. You, however, you might actually hear that and the reality is for some people, myself included, as I'll talk about here in a minute, flexible dieting might be a little bit too much freedom. You might actually find that you don't do very well when you are just, you know, off in the forest all by yourself, you know, with really, 
just free reign to do whatever you want. Like, yeah, you got to hit certain numbers. But if the pathway isn't laid out for you on what that might look like, then, you know, you might find yourself kind of struggling. And here's what I mean by that. Like, I'm a big flexible guy. I'm a big fan of, you know, not dismissing foods that you enjoy, eating foods that you like in order to reach your objectives. I try to have all of my athletes do that. The athletes, the clients that I work with, I do it myself. I think that it is, you know, it is the best way for long-term sustainability. But that being said, if you actually followed me around for a day or a couple of days or a week, you would find that I pretty much eat the same foods 80 to 90% of the time. And the reason why I do that is kind of twofold. Number one, I enjoy all those foods, so I'm not, I don't feel restrained at all because I have self-selected some foods that I really like. But number two, it makes things really easy for me and it makes things predictable for me. You know, very, very consistent. I find that when I have a little too much freedom, I don't do so well. You know, I find myself estimating things a little bit too often and my numbers end up probably come, you know, my numbers end up probably becoming kind of off, you know, where my estimates are like, yeah, you know, I put that in as, you know, a cup of rice, but it was probably a cup and a half or a cup and three quarters, you know, or whatever. I just know myself. I know my strength and I don't do, you know, I don't do super well when it comes to keeping things too flexible but I'm looking at something really quick there we go okay so I just wanted to make sure that uh, I got to what I wanted to get to I've got some notes down I want to make sure I cover everything that I cover and so you know I'm a flexible guy but I really feel like if you think that you might do better on a meal plan, then by all means, man, do a meal plan, right? If you really think that, man, you know, flexibility sounds really great in theory, but when I actually put this into practice, as my tasty traders out there will see what I've done there, it might not work out so well. And you know what? I can respect that. I really can respect that. I do think you might be setting yourself up. If you're eliminating certain foods because you think they're bad, or you think there's a magic food or whatever, I think you could be setting yourself up for some sustainability problems. And this is not something that you want to kick this can down the road. This is not a situation where you you know, tell yourself, all right, well, I'll just get in shape now. I'll follow this meal plan, and then I'll figure out the sustainability later. I think too many people think that way, and they just think, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that for these 12 weeks or these 20 weeks. I'm just going to get in shape, and then I'll worry about that. I think what you're dismissing all along the way is the bad habits that you are forming, the bad habits that you are just ingraining, you know, inside of your mind and inside of your kind of routine every day for 12 months or or 12 weeks or 20 weeks or whatever, that when you do get on the other side of that, it's not going to be so easy to break. It's not going to be a light switch. And so you may end up yo-yo dieting. You may end up just losing everything that you gained. And so... I'm a big fan of thinking about sustainability coming right out of the chutes. I think from a longer term standpoint, that really makes a lot more sense. But I can respect the fact that you might think, all right, I need, you know, an 80% or 90% meal plan. I mean, I don't, I don't restrict myself to that per se, but like I said earlier, that is basically what I do, you know, for the, you know, for 
the most part, day in and day out. And so, you know, I, these are just a couple of examples of knowing your strengths, you know, knowing what you're good at, knowing what you're not so good at. You know, I really think this this level of, you know, kind of self-awareness of just kind of surveying the landscape that is your own abilities, that is your own characteristics and attributes it's a really powerful thing that everyone can benefit from. And so I gave you a couple of examples, you know, from my own approach to training and nutrition. And so take what I said and sit down and think about what you're good at and think about what you're not so good at and try to build, you know, your pathway to success for training and nutrition around that, you know. And so here's another example that just popped into my mind. And this is what I was searching for in my notes earlier. And conveniently, it's actually not on my notes. So this is, I didn't even write this down beforehand, which is funny because I was looking for it and it wasn't there. But thankfully, it is in my head. So here we go. So here's another thing that I do that works really well for me. And this is sort of like a, a training and nutrition blend. From a fat loss standpoint, I really think that it's all about the caloric deficit that you create. I don't really think it matters if it comes in the form of cardio or nutrition from a fat loss standpoint. Now, from an overall health standpoint, there might definitely be some clear benefits to doing cardio, you know, for your heart and whatever, and just, you know, keeping your, your system moving and your joints and, and all that stuff. And so that being said, I know myself and I know that I don't do super well when I have to take my nutrition down really, really low, probably because like many of you, I like to eat. And I'm not ashamed of it. And so what I like to do instead, you know, whether it be now kind of in the off season or when I'm in training mode, is I will do some cardio or amp up my current level of cardio so that I can eat a little bit more because I know myself and I don't mind doing the work. I don't mind putting in the extra time and work to do the cardio because it actually makes me feel pretty good and that allows me to eat more because of the calories that I've burned from the cardio activity. And so that's a great, another really good example of knowing myself. Some people, like you, you might be listening to that and you're like, Jim, like straight up, man, like I despise cardio. Like I hate cardio with a passion. And you know what? I'm not a real big eater. You know, sometimes I have a hard time hitting my calorie numbers. Well, then you know what? You should not do what I just said that I do. Instead, you should not do any cardio or trim your cardio down, you know, as as little as you can and take your calories down. That might be a much better answer and solution for your situation because again, you're self-aware, you know what you're good at, you know what you're not so good at because at the end of the day, man, you know what this is all about? I could have summed up this whole thing. You know, we could have saved ourselves 14 minutes. And it's all just about adherence, man. It's all just about adherence. You know, I did the formula for success. I've come up with this little formula for success that I presented at the University of Central Florida a few weeks ago to the College of Business, and it was pretty well received, and I had a really good time kind of sharing that with the kids there. But one of the variables in the formula for success, in fact, the first one that we talk about is A, adherence. None of this stuff is going to work if you don't actually follow the plan. Like if you don't actually follow the protocol, it's not going to work. Forget about strengths. Forget about weaknesses. If there's no adherence, if there's no action involved, another A variable, I suppose, then you're going to be in trouble, right? You're not going to get anywhere. And so I really think that 
auditing your strengths and your weaknesses can really help you become more adherent to whatever program or protocol you might lay out for yourself. And so I hope this was helpful, man. I appreciate you guys so much, as always. Man, I appreciate your time, your attention. You know, you're, you're, you're in the car on the way somewhere. You're on the way to work. You're on the way to the gym. You're on the way home. You're, you're, you're doing your cardio right now. Whatever the case may be, I appreciate you guys so much and your attention. And I will see you guys on the flip side. You're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. But have you checked out the YouTube channel yet? Man, go to Live F Cubed. That's the F Cubed website, Live F Cubed. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can find a link right to the YouTube channel. I don't have enough clout. I don't have enough prestige yet to have you know my own YouTube URL that is recognizable. It's just a bunch of letters and consonants that nobody's going to remember. I don't even know it myself, so I'm certainly not going to give you that. But go to LiveFCubed, click on the YouTube link, check out the videos, subscribe. Got a lot of stuff coming out in video form, so definitely give that a look.